Hey guys, um, I just had a question. If it's called the Obi One Bar, do they also ma- manufacture the plane that Jock has, which it says O B C P O? Just asking. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute, the podcast in which we get to the heart of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom one minute at a time. I am Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Jerry Porter. And I forgot to tell Alex and Pete that they should introduce themselves. <laughs> How does this work? You do every minute? What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm Alex Robinson. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. Thanks. Oh, it's our, our pleasure. Yeah. No, no, it's our pleasure. Uh, you were mm. our first guests uh, oh, way back when in Raiders of the Lost Ark when uh, we were hanging out with uh, Porkins. And now you've honored us with your presence again. That's certainly, oh my gosh. And I don't think we've ever, we've said this on, on Facebook and stuff. We never, uh, I had the chance to thank you guys online or I mean on the air uh, for helping us out with our very last Raiders episode. Um, that was uh, legendary across the internet now. <laughs> people are, people will be telling their grandkids about that. Yeah, I thought I dreamt that. <laughs> no, no, it happened. <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> um, Wait, are, we, are we still in the dream right now? Or that we, remains to be I'm seen. Okay. I, I think we are. I, we've we've had a, a Star Wars reference every single minute of this movie so far. So. <laughs> That's kind of true. Yeah. That's so weird. Right. We did too. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, listen, we're here to talk about minute eleven of Temple of Doom, and minute eleven begins with Indy fighting in a sea of balloons. And it ends with him and Willie in a car driven by a kid named Short Round. Well, in it does, uh, it does sound kind of like a dream. Yeah, am I, I? Did I even read that right? I, I guess that's what happens. Okay. Uh, in previous minutes, we've seen red, white, and pink balloons fall from the ceiling, but at the beginning of this minute, we see black balloons cascading down, which only portends one thing. Mm. Revenge? A machine gun. Oh, oh machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a machine gun. And and I so I you know I was thinking I'm asking you guys, you know, have black balloons ever presaged a celebration? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you can see black balloons at uh, at a wake. No, like it. You know, if if like a prom is trying to go sort of Art Deco or something, or I don't know, something That's like true, that. Yeah, maybe they're Ops. mixed with kind of white and gold sometimes. Yeah. Too. Yeah, but sort that's of offset like the glitter. The high school's colors or something like that. You don't really, I don't see black balloons in the wild. Hmm. <laughs> you, have to, you have to go to a balloon preserve to see them. They're, right. They're you're not allowed to touch them. Well, I also feel like you're going to a lot better wakes than I am if they have balloons when you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clown clown funerals. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think, the, I think uh, we were saying last week uh, that it seems like the operations of this club are just being uninterrupted by the mayhem that's going on. The band is still playing on cue. The dancers come out on cue. Then now the balloons are falling on cue. 
And uh, so I have to assume that there's always black balloons uh, every night here at the club, uh, whether there's a murderous mayhem going on or not. Show must go on. Exactly. <laughs> Unless that's a signal. Maybe that's like, you know, normally they would drop the pink balloons, but then if something, you know, it's like, uh, like in a department store, if they say, you know, uh, there was, you know, secret code for a shoplifter or like in a hospital if there's a code blue or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It's like dropping black balloons means there's some, you know, yeah. some trouble some, going on I, with the patrons. Yeah, I'll tell you, it means there's a machine gun. Yeah, there's a bunch of dudes <laughs> with Tommy guns running yeah, around. Yeah, there's a Tommy gun. <laughs> Which, me speak, this was, speaking of... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, forgive me if this was already covered in previous minutes, but does is this does Laoshe own this club? We, we haven't did, quite determined we, that. I, in, yeah. I think he does, but... Okay. It, it's unclear. He's at yeah. least uh, got enough, you know, pull that he gets his own table and he can, you know, keep a team of Tommy gun wielding goons in the back if needed. And right. the, the, I, the owners are okay with it. I, I want to see the. He, he does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel, I'm picturing like a Goodfellas kind of thing where like he gets, you know, yeah. good treatment because he, <laughs> maybe he owns a slice of it a little bit, but, it, you know, really they're just afraid to upset him. Right. Let him do what he's got to do. He's got he's got deals to take care of in the middle of uh, anything goes. He's going to poison a guy in front of everybody. (laughs) Well, Um, and you, you, I was going to say, Tommy, you mentioned a Tommy gun, and in second four mm -hmm. of this minute, we actually have a Tommy gun clock. Oh, kinda, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That guy comes down. The goon comes running down the stairs, very excited to use his gun. And uh, Chen, is that his name? No, this is Cal no. uh, Khan. Oh, Cal yeah. Khan. You know what? Okay, yes. but guys, listen. In the, in the screenplay, his name is Chen. That's why it confused me. Yeah, they, they mix it up in the screenplay. I think we should call yeah. him Santino. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we have this this classic you know, dream of promotion. This is my big break henchman. No, he's running down the stairs, dressed to the nines with the Tommy gun. He's, you know, it's like, talk about right place, right time with the right hat. But he's got his dad's hat. Like, it, fit, it like comes down way over his ears. Like, it's way too big for his head. He lost some weight. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, and then Cal Khan intercepts, you know, this guy's corner office promotion. You know, I mean, and we yeah. talked about this in, in Raiders with the Nazis who are like, OK, here's my big break. And, you know, very specifically, where there's there's one Nazi and he's like, oh, my God, this is it. Now's his chance. He's going to impress everybody, his boss. <laughs> and then here's here's a perfect example of uh, this henchman just getting uh, he's he's uh, his destiny, I guess, is usurped. Yeah. Well, Jim, this is like Spielberg's kind of subtle commentary on the nature of uh, power structures and stuff that the little guy always gets stepped on and so on. And this is a <laughs> recurring theme of his. Yes. <laughs> it's probably true. That is exactly what he's going for. Or in, in this case, I guess it's uh, right place, right time, right gun, wrong hat. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. What would have happened if he had kept that gun? He would have the hat would have fallen over his eyes and it would have been a disaster. He would have been just been shooting crazily. Just, yeah. Shooting blind, like wobbling around. Like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but I got to say this guy, this Sonny Santino, he's like my he's my first surprise discovery of this viewing of this movie that I really like this guy a lot. He's like a crazy. He's constantly cackling 
and like almost salacious crumb like he's like he's just he's just everything is hysterical to him and he's like and it's just enough to be creepy and crazy and like in an enjoyable you know weird james bond henchman kind of way uh without being you know annoying or something i think he's he's cool i like him he could be just amused by the balloons maybe he loves (laughs) balloons yeah yeah they are pretty. He's still got work to do, so he's still, you know, shooting at people. But he's like, Haha, "I love balloons." <laughs> um, well, this whole scene, I, I when we, I started, I went back to watch this. This gave me flashbacks, and I was cursing you guys momentarily. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Because Lego Indiana Jones. Um, oh. I played. Uh, I think I played through all of Raid. There's the whole trilogy on one disc, I believe, originally. And I played through all of Raiders, and I liked it. And then I got to Temple of Doom, and this is as far as I made it. I got stuck in the Club Obi Wan, and and uh, <laughs> just there's Willie Scott is just running around screaming nonstop, and and so I couldn't right. get out of there. And I I just spent hours doing that until I finally like kind of threw the controller in frustration. So. Wow, that's funny because I have uh, I have not played the la- that's one of the few Lego movie games that i haven't played is the whole indiana jones series mm-hmm. and uh my son was saying that like his friend has it and he was telling me about it. i'm like oh maybe we because like my son was actually introduced to star wars through those games which seems a little weird to me but it still worked <laughs> it's it's valid uh so maybe that'll Any be his entry can. to indiana jones i don't know yeah i, I you know the first part was fun <laughs> once once we got to this I, once we got to this particular scene i mm-hmm. just kind of lost it but maybe you know, it's just the kind of thing where I have those kind of blind spots in video games sometimes where it's just like, oh, I just had to press the door. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just stand After on hours it. of wasting. Yeah. yeah. Back, back, B. Um, well, there's we've a lot been... of Star Wars. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I was going to say there's a lot of Star Wars in this minute. I have, I think, three major Star Wars references. God. But my hmm. first is that as Indy runs over to... Uh, like with that sword to to chop off the gong, I think we get another another stormtrooper shooting scene where, you know, <laughs> Sonny's like ten feet away from him and is missing with every shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Although it's funny, you see that he's actually kind of trying. He's like he's he's not shooting <laughs> at first when Indy is behind the gong when the gong is still hanging on the on the ceiling. He waits until he comes out and then starts firing again. I was kind of impressed with that. It's not just like constant mayhem. I mean, it still doesn't work, but I was right, impressed. Right. Yeah, I love uh, how the machine gun is the tipping point for our gong striker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pete, you mentioned that before. That guy, the gong striker, is just just chilling in the back. Like, I guess he's like, oh, yeah, here come the white balloons, the pink <laughs> balloons, the red, oh, and then the black <laughs> ones. But the machine gun, it's not the, uh, yeah. the pigeon flambe, you know, javelin or <laughs> any of the other uh other myriad things going on it's actually it's like oh my god there's a tommy gun i gotta right. get out of here <laughs> well it wasn't even the tommy gun it wasn't until he started shooting it like when the guy ran yeah. down the stairs he's still kind of like eh. yeah <laughs> he's waiting for his signal he's if there were green balloons then he would have been freaking out but he's yeah like, oh, everything's cool everything's cool Pink, maybe that's why no, he's freaking black. out because the green balloons never fell he's like i don't know what to do i'm leaving <laughs> turn up my cue <laughs> you know, I, I got a question for everybody here, and I think, but it's a little bit directed at you, Tommy, because I bet you have done this. <laughs> but okay. Have any of you guys ever thrown a glass of water in your face? <laughs> 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 
like to kind of, you know, to wake up or whatever. I'm not talking about like you, like you get up and you got to, you're like, oh my God, I got to help my friend move this morning. This is going <laughs> to suck. And you like, you know, wash your face in cold water. I mean, a glass of water. <laughs> I have to assume that I have at some point done that just to say that I did it or something. Or maybe I thought I was in a movie and I did it. I don't know. That's definitely a bucket list kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't... I think so maybe actually... that's. Our assignment for tomorrow is we all have to do this in between. Yeah, and report back on it. I actually it have. Went. Well, I've tried. Oh. But yeah. I, <laughs> Would you miss? Well, well, yeah. Like, <laughs> I started to do it, but then I kind of, like, halfway through, I was like, this is stupid. So I didn't do it as forcefully as I should have. So it all just kind of dribbled down the front of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you really, you... I mean, if you do it, you have to you have to commit from the second you start. Yeah. Yeah. I think I may have done it um, in an effort to recreate the drinking problem gag in airplanes. <laughs> I was thinking of that. Yeah. Because you only have to get like half of your face and then you're still fine. I did it with coffee, <laughs> so it didn't quite work. Okay. <laughs> Never Jeez. tried that again. Uh, we should point out, too, we've mentioned this a bunch of times, but this finally, we've been talking this about this since since like towards the beginning of Raiders, this gong scene was originally in Raiders, like at least in the screenplay stage, um, with him hiding behind a gong and cutting it down and then hiding behind it as it rolls away and a guy's shooting at it and stuff. So now we finally get this this uh, this Raiders moment in another movie. Where, where was it supposed to be in Raiders? There was like a whole thing before he gets to Marion's, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Pete, because I know you read it too, but where he goes to Shanghai, kind of like that, but it wasn't like a club. It was it was some it was it's some crime lords thing. What was it, Pete? General Hulk, the warlord, like a Chinese warlord. Yeah, and he had like a part of the headpiece to the staff of Ra or something, and things went south, and he was getting shot at, and he was a gong, and then somebody <laughs> shot a gong. It looked a lot like this. But it's funny because like when they wrote the screenplay, this was what they wrote the screenplay around. Like they they started with. Okay, we've got these three or four scenes that we didn't film in Raiders, so let's write a movie around them. And I think it's funny that this scene was the beginning, like sort of the genesis of this whole movie. Yeah, it's like starting, you know, making a dish, new dish out of leftovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that gong sounds awesome when it's struck by the bullets. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know what it sounds are... like. What's that? It sounds exactly like BB-8. Hmm. <laughs> like is is, is, Wait, is really? and he's shooting it. Yeah, listen to it, and and close oh, your weird. eyes, and you'll think you're listening to BB-8 running scared. <laughs> oh, you're talking wow. about the like there's after two it starts of them. rolling. Oh, you yeah, after it starts rolling. Those well, two before, I think those are. I actually think those are tubular bells, like mm. orchestral oh, bells. Because yeah, we t- like how because I listened to that several times, and I, I was uh, I was all like uppity when it came to like a gong would never sound like that. Right, <laughs> but I think it's actually tubular bells is what they use. But then you're right, Pete. It uh, once the gong starts rolling, it actually does. It does that little weird like. Really, it's really weird. And what I like is that it looks like there are more and more bullet indentations as the gong is spinning around. Yeah, it also seems but like it, uh, like I, I can't remember his name. What's his name? Sonny Santino. I'm just gonna call him Santino. Uh, <laughs> it seems like he is perfectly happy just to be shooting a rolling gong that he's not even trying to get indiana jones behind it or anything he's so happy to just be shooting the gong it's another one of his bucket list items yeah yeah, yeah. he got the idea have about you... tossing the water in his face from indiana jones he's going to try that later have you guys ever uh any of you guys ever shot a machine gun 
I haven't. I have not. Not a machine gun, no. And not at a gong. Never shot a gong. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I banged the gong. But... Right. Jerry and I have thrown uh, Chinese throwing stars into uh, my parents' freezer in the basement, and there's still a hole in it from you know 1986 or something. Does that count? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that counts. That wasn't sure. that smart. <laughs> have enough. you, Alex? Have you have you shot a machine gun or thrown? No, a I, it is uh, it is on my list of things I want to do, and I almost did it one time, but at the last minute we had a change of plans. But uh, oh. you know, Las Vegas they have a lot of those places where you can go and uh, uh-huh. you know shoot like even like like a Tommy gun, like the one he shoot. I want the oh, one wow. where they put the. Uh, I either want the kind with a little round thing in the front, little, or I want someone to, have to feed a belt through while I. Oh shoot. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's even uh, that's even better. That's very cool. Someday. Someday. <laughs> Don't give up. Um, Indy uh, intentionally grabs Willie and takes her with him as he's running behind this uh, this gong. Uh, she's mm-hmm. standing there, and I, you, I mean, this couldn't be more similar to Qui Gon Jinn bumping into Jar Jar Binks, running away from stuff, <laughs> and then Jar Jar is in the rest of the movie because of that. This couldn't be more similar to that moment, and it's killing me. <laughs> well, it's not. It's a little more forgivable because she does have the antidote to the poison. That's true. That is. So he true. at least has to. He at least has to keep her around until he can get the antidote. But we'll go into that later in the week. Right. Yes. But, I bet that, we will. That was my question, though. Does he know that she has the antidote? I think he. Well, he saw her like maybe yeah. last minute. Say, and he was like, "Hey, stay right there," because he saw that she had it. Okay. Um. Yeah. I wondered, is he is he trying to save her life, or is he just courting her? No, I think he's well, just she's he's she's a receptacle of uh, of of antidote right now. <laughs> you know. He's trying to save his own life. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So what what do you guys think happens to the diamond? Like, you think Lau just walks over and casually picks it up after they go out the window? That was my question. She never gets it, does she? No. Like we don't see anybody no. get it, do we? Uh. Uh-uh. Sounds like maybe spinoff. Yeah, they all stand around for a couple of hours while the ice melts, and then they, whatever's left over, they're like, "There's the diamond." Although Lau leaves right away, so it's like you know there could be some That's random true. waiter like, "Hey, look what I found! Son of a gun!" That's not a waiter. <laughs> That's not a diamond. I'm sure you guys have mentioned that the gong, who the gong guy is already, right? Wait, have we? Yes, we have. Okay, okay wait, who is it? I forget. It's, it's he was uh, a pro wrestler. Really. Well, isn't well, that the were... guy? That's the guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark, the German pilot, the German mechanic guy. No, there was some thought that he was, but uh, they actually asked, huh. like, they asked Frank Marshall and uh, Kathleen Kennedy if this was uh, Pat Roach, and they said, "I don't think so. Let me look." And then they couldn't <laughs> find it, but they think it wasn't. They, th- it's, they think it's a professional wrestler, and I just forgot his name. It actually uh... doesn't really look like him. I'm gonna say it's not him, it's but he, he is in this movie. He shows up later. The, the Indiana Jones wiki credits him, but that's, of course, really? not think They say he played uh, a couple of parts in... Uh... See, I'm on a different page on the Indiana Jones wiki, and it says the uncredited <laughs> role is most likely played by Don Stansock. Yeah, he's the professional wrestler. He went by the name Hard-Boiled Haggerty. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> but then there's a third, oh, yeah. a third group of people that say it's uh, stuntman Bill Reed. And I think Bill Reed is actually in the credits. Oh, really? Huh. So there, there's a lot of controversy over who this guy actually is. Boy, that's weird. How could that be in this day and age? How could you not know who that guy is standing there <laughs> with all these people working on the movie and stuff? 
That's maybe weird. he went under a lot of aliases. I I like to think it's him <laughs> only because it keeps the thing going of having him play multiple characters as like he yeah, did. Yeah, that's in true. Right. Dark. Yeah. So I kind of like the, the to keep that consistent. But fine. <laughs> okay, we'll it's it him. To Don <laughs> Stan South or Bill Reed. <laughs> nope, nope. It's Pat Roach. <laughs> nope. We've decided. Oh, speaking of Pat Roach, uh, and before we leave the building here, uh, when when Sonny starts shooting the the Tommy gun. I was wondering, Jerry, what do you think he's saying? Because to me, it sounds like English. Oh, God. Oh, there's a lot of that. And we've been negligent. We need to, we need to get to the bottom of the... We need, a, we need a Doris for this movie. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah because we're missing a lot here. We're missing a lot. But it sounds lot. exactly we... like he's saying, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> well, he is. I think that's exactly what he's saying. Sure, why wouldn't he? Are you going to get no pushback from me on that, Pete? <laughs> Do you think that, that he is, um, like, is he just misspeaking English? Like, he's trying to say, you know, like, say my name or something? Like, or, or you know, how, how people will buy ja get a Japanese tattoo and it means, you know, yeah. completely jibber-jabber in English. So maybe it's Well, we like were that. theorizing that uh, that Indy, when he sits down and speaks Chinese he's, or, or Mandarin or whatever he, we, he supposedly is speaking, we're, we're theorizing that he just wasn't and that it was gibberish and Lao Che and his sons are kind of laughing at him about it. Like, oh, nice try. <laughs> so maybe that's what he's doing now. He's actually saying back to Indy what Indy was saying in his fake oh, language. Oh, right. There you go. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> There's Wienerschnitzel in my lederhosen. I bet it was a. I bet it was a line in a, a movie at the time. You know what I mean? Like, say hello to my oh, little yeah. friend, but from some like James Cagney <laughs> movie or something that he's just yeah. quoting. It. I always wanted to do that. That'd be perfect. It's. I wonder if every single one of us has "Say hello to my little friend" in our notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. Well, definitely no, has I do. That, that vibe. He's shouting out the thing from Dirty Harry with the, uh, I know what you're thinking. He's <laughs> just shouting that entire soliloquy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but updated for the capacity of his Tommy gun cartridge, of course. Right. <laughs> um, this club is called Club Obi-Wan. Did everybody know that? <laughs> if, if and Obi-Wan Kenobi was a character in Star Wars. Well, no, not only that. <laughs> Obi-Wan, don't worry about it, Ox. We'll, we'll, we'll cover it. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just the fact that we're we're currently in this movie uh, on our end, but uh, I also noted the the kind of similarity of falling into cars between Temple oh. of Doom and Attack of the Clones. Oh yeah, Where they, you know, yeah. going out the window, which is Obi Wan goes out the window in, in Attack of the Clones and then falls down uh, a couple of levels and lands in a car driven by a younger his young apprentice, um, <laughs> and. Uh, so it's and it, it I don't know I, it struck me as kind of more uh, it's like oh I would never put that together without I guess <laughs> can't remember the last time I'd watched both of these uh, within recent memory of each other but uh, yeah really that's interesting <laughs> yeah, at I what like point does one. it not be a ring theory and that it's instead like you know Venn diagram ring curly Q theory <laughs> that <laughs> encompasses all of Lucasfilm's <laughs> output right well yeah, did, it, did did Short Round see them jump out the window? And he's like, oh, there's the white tux. Well, in, <laughs> That's in the, the signal. In the script originally, yeah. Short Round was in the club. Hmm. Like, they, they actually, it starts off with Short Round in the club, and he sees things start to go south, and he runs out. That would make a lot more like, sense, actually. I guess to get the car. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's kind of like, like a, yeah. I mean, did he text him? 
<laughs> yeah. That's I don't know. I because I, I I mean it's a great escape and all that. It is, but I did wonder mm -hmm. that. I'm like, how he he lands there and he get they get they both jump right in, which is fine. Except I just needed a little communication. <laughs> yeah. Although I gotta say, you know, that never bothered me. It bothered me this time, but it never bothered me like in all the years I've seen this movie. I'm yeah. just kind of like, okay, mm -hmm. the sidekick yeah. pulls yeah. up. It's good. Yeah. It's movie sure. shorthand. Yeah. Short uh, round. Get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shorthand. Well, um, <laughs> as a big Buster Keaton fan, I, I really love this odding scene because he, I think oh, he was yeah. the first one that did that in the three ages. Um, there's a scene where Buster Keaton jumps off of a building and falls through three awnings and then lands on the fourth one. So it, mm, it looks funny. almost identical. Hmm. Yeah, they. I, we said this last week too, I think. But the you know you get the idea in the, these early scenes that like yeah, Lucas and Spielberg are like, oh boy, we get to do whatever we want. We get to do Buster Keaton movies and musicals <laughs> yeah. and James Bond. It's gonna be great. <laughs> We're having fun. Good for them. And MythBusters but, did a, a a show about this. Like they were trying oh, about to see the what awning? would happen if you really jumped through three awnings. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, oh, and they wow. had like their dummy all rigged up with all the sensors to see what would happen to him. And he made it through all three surviving, but they said he would have had several broken bones. Well, okay. Hmm. Yeah, we don't know so it's that fairly, they don't. It's fairly possible, typical for possible. Indiana Jones. I think a lot of the things he did would have wound up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. His adamantium skeleton helped him. Exactly. They never mentioned that. Um, Willie has a terrible line. Not to beat up on Willie, but that who are you line, I just wrote uh, Blockbuster Dialogue 101. Like somebody has to be passively amazed at what the hero is doing or something. Like, who mm -hmm. are you? I think it's just that that bothers me. Well, I'm trying to think. Maybe of... I'm alone. No, 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 no. <laughs> they they kind of club you over the head with that stuff. I mean, it it's not exactly nuanced. Right. That's true. Yes. It makes me think of uh, the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Says... Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other other examples of people kind of I feel like there is another non Batman example and I can't think of what it is. Like like yeah, somebody being sort of awed by whoever that I don't know, I'm not gonna be able to think of what it is. But yeah, there's that that seems to it I think that's what bugs me about it, is it's just kinda like light and easy and uh and overdone or something. Mm. Although it is funny coming on the heels of that guy yelling, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you answer that guy? Who are you? And he's probably like, I've been introduced to everybody already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's so hard about this? I wish um, they kept that going all throughout the movie. Like, he never gets her his name constantly. Yeah. And at the end, he would say, Indiana Jones, and turn to the camera and wink and then ride off. And they'll just end with that. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of theme music, we get short rounds, little da 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 here. And even as a kid, well, I guess I was a teenager when I saw this, but even when I first saw this movie, I was kind of like, that's a little, his theme, right, when he pops up is a little too heavy or something. It's like, it's a little too, like John Williams, you know, he has his themes for all the characters and everything and stuff, and he's got these mm -hmm. motifs and everything. But this, First, I always think of short round popping up and immediately his theme plays and it's just a, like a little too heavy handed. It's a little too like, this is his theme. This is a kid, a little Asian kid. Here's his bouncy Asian sounding theme. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going to encounter this, I think, quite a bit in this in this movie. Um, and I agree with you, 
Tom. I agree with you. It's a little bit too much like, hey, we're celebrating Chinese uh... <laughs> food. <laughs> are we celebrating? <laughs> celebrating Chinese, you know. Gangsters. Your mayhem <laughs> yeah. fracas rumpus or something. Right. <laughs> awning, awning celebration. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm going to disagree on this one. I, I, I love short round steam. I think it's just something about it, it seems to capture short round. It does. I like his it, theme enough. It seems almost like it's from a different style of movie somehow. I don't know. Maybe. It, it does like maybe not. You know, I'm trying to think of other other John Williams scores that it might be mm-hmm. like you know, like maybe more so like E.T. or something like that, where it's mm-hmm. like a little yeah. Um, it's a little Ewok like in a yeah. way. Yeah, and one well, one could argue that Short Round is from a different style of movie. Right, and he, or he's a little yeah. Ewok like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't know that he wasn't an Ewok. <laughs> I don't, some of it, I think, is the throwback to those old time movies that they were trying to. Uh, I guess it was an homage that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg wanted to. I guess wanted to pay homage to them, mm-hmm. and it, it, it it's kind of like, oh, here's the the sprightly Chinese kid. I mean, yeah. that's, how, you know, the sprightly Asian kid. And so we're going to play this music. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, so. Yeah, it's a little. It's, it's not the end of the world. I just, it, it, it just, uh, it's a little much right now. I don't know. Give me a minute to meet the kid and then play his theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he turned, it's like he bumped the radio with his knee and it's playing his theme or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea is Club Obi-Wan? Did George Lucas say that? Did Steven Spielberg say, "Hey, what do you think if we call it Club Obi Wan?" Did the did the, the was it presented in the you know uh, when they were doing little sets and everything? That's a good question. It's not in the script. The script has the Dragon Club, so this mm. was something oh, they really? definitely added like in production. I wonder if I like definitely... an artist put that in as a joke or something, and they just kept it. Mm. Something or you like know, that. Harrison Ford. I'm sure it was his idea. <laughs> he loves Star Wars. Yeah, he can't get enough of it. I was just on the it's phone with Alec Guinness. Yeah, he said we should call it Club Obi Wan. <laughs> we were reminiscing about our Star Wars days. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figure it's like the it's like the C three PO R two D two hieroglyphs, where you're like it's the sort of thing that comes up at a sleepover. Like, did you know that it's it's Club Obi Wan? <laughs> did you did you know that? Yeah. Like, this is all pre-internet and all that stuff. So you're you're just like, oh my gosh, I I totally missed that. Now I got to see the movie again. <laughs> when all information was passed through uh, sleepovers. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and this movie came out in 1984, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is officially the start of the dark time when Star Wars was not like everywhere. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Yeah. Went until the until the special editions came out. So I could see how this also as a kind of like, oh, what a fun Easter egg. You yeah. know, at yeah. the time it was much more of a novelty. Right. Now, of course, you know, you can't walk two feet without seeing Star Wars references everywhere. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> at least yeah, I, I can. <laughs> in the summer of nineteen eighty four it would be like, Hey, remember Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, those yeah, are remember the days. that? Remember the Millennium Falcon? Nope. <laughs> Um, well, does anyone have anything else for minute 11? Uh, nope. No. Got I some short rounds stuff everything. that I, I think. I mean, if you'll have us back tomorrow, okay. I, I, I have some more stuff I might be able to say about short round. But. Well, this is awkward, but okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. 
before we come back tomorrow, uh, our Pete here, Pete Mummert, where can all the nice people uh, find us online and stuff? Uh, you can find us at indianajonesminute.com, and you can find all of our episodes there, as well as several pages um, explaining how these movies are actually part of Han Solo's fever dream. And we also have a link right there on the front page and every page to Pete the Retailer and Alex's podcast, The Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars um, Minute. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, you guys. I'm not going to say it. All right. Fine. Now you have to come back tomorrow. Um, everybody, please come back tomorrow where we will uh, discuss Minute 12 of Temple of Doom here on the Indiana Jones Minute. We don't have anything else to yell. We're not having stuff to yell. We've been having usually, trouble this week. No, usually we fall into playful banter at this point. <laughs> Oh well. Thanks for doing.